0: Something big happened today. Something big in smartphones. Big as in a big announcement. Big as in physically big. Mm. I'm talking about the Xiaomi Mi 11 Ultra. Ultra. Yes. Bringing a massive camera hump, camera bump, camera hump. This is the camera hump to rule them all. This thing...
1: It's almost like a shelf.
0: It's a monster. Yeah. Hey, you know what? All right, fine. Oh, okay. This is what it is. You people want the hump? We'll give you the bump. Rhymes. I feel like just people have been gravitating towards these uh, monsters. You know? And so... There's this big, a uh, gap. There's this space right now. Opportunity, some might call it. You know, it hasn't been so hot for the companies. A company by the name of Huawei it hasn't been so hot. No, recently. But you may recall they were moving some units. Mm-hmm.
2: Uh,
0: they were moving some premium units. And so they cool off a touch. And Xiaomi says, yeah, why don't we heat up? <laughs> and they did, I guess. <laughs> I don't know, man. Uh, this is I'm kind of excited about this. I don't know. It's just, it's a little bit of fun, this one. They put a screen on the back of it in the camera hump. Mm-hmm. So you can use these monster cameras for your selfie photos as well, including this really nice ultra wide. Because if I'm going to take a selfie, I told you this in the past, well, mm-hmm. it's going to be a group shot with the family. Yeah. I'm trying to get everybody in the frame. Yeah. So the only way I'm taking a selfie, I'm not taking a selfie of my, just myself. You understand? Unless I'm testing for the beard hairs. By the way, shout out to the Xiaomi live event. They did a beard hair test. Oh, did they? Yeah, they did. And get this. The presenter said, if you look at the beards, the beard hairs, he said, I mean, it's translated, but he said, you can even see the white hairs. And I feel like he was referencing what I got going on in the beard as well. Uh-huh. Because I've been doing the beard hair test. Yeah. Now, I'm not claiming that nobody else can do the beard hair test. I'm just saying I've been doing it.
2: Mm.
0: I actually like it. Yeah. It's a great little test for detail. They got this unbelievable camera layout. Now, you know it's got the Snapdragon 888, obviously. It's got 120 hertz, obviously. Really, the magic for me here is this camera layout. That's an eye catcher. That's a beast right there. Mm -hmm. Let me tell you what we're talking about. We're talking about almost a one inch sensor, which is the largest sensor ever used in a mass market phone. This is almost as big as some of those high end point and shoot cameras. Mm. Almost a one inch sensor. When they showed a diagram next to the iPhone sensor.
1: It's pitiful. Fun. Whoa! <laughs> oh, pitiful. <laughs> Talking about an almost one inch central. central oh, wow!
0: Agreement. Pitiful. Uh, Sheesh! You escalated the situation. I was just gonna say it's, it's impressive when you compare them. No, no. But you go out here and call Apple pitiful. Now you got Tim Cook coming after you. Yeah, I'm dead. Yeah, Tim, Tim, you 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 call something Tim Cook made pitiful. He's gonna he didn't check up on you after that. Anyway, so not only is it an almost one-inch sensor, uh, but it's got two, two of them, right? Two big sensors. The two other cameras are, are no less impressive. The periscope lens—okay, so no, sorry. The other two are smaller, but they're still bigger than what you would typically have. The periscope lens is 5x optical, 10x hybrid paired with a 48-megapixel IMX586. So that's another popular high-performance sensor. And that's 1 over 2.08 UM pixels. Comparing that to the S21 Ultra, which has a 10-megapixel 1 over 3.24-inch sensor behind its periscope. So it's like it's really going after the spec sheet. Mm. It's trying to take the zoom. There's the beard guy! Hopefully you can get the translation. Play that part of it. Play that part of it. Play that part of it. Because the people, they didn't believe me.
1: Oh, you want audio or
0: what? Yeah, yeah. Put a little bit of audio. But go back to the beard guy. Because there's a translation the in it. Camera. Some in white color. Some in white color. Go, go, back, go back a little bit further. Go back a little sooner.
2: You can even see the beard of the the guy. Some in white color.
0: Come on, dude. And so it's a guy. You lotion. can even see Something. the beard of the guy, some in white color. You knew I wasn't going to miss that. Right. Beard hair test moving up, moving up the ladder.
1: They should have picked you.
0: To the presentation. Well, if they need a beard, yeah, some colored in white, I'm yeah. your guy. Because eventually they're all going to be, you know what I mean? But right now it's an even better test because you see the little, all the weird varieties. Uh-huh. that guy's got a that guy's beard is an easier job than mine yeah you know what I mean yeah. but look at the way he's looking in the distance will with that sultry look in his eye
1: <laughs> <Sultry>. <laughs> that word is never not funny
0: all right let me let me give you some other specs on this monster 5000 milliamp hour battery with a new benchmark 67 watt wireless charging support that's a six and then a seven. Which, which means 67. Is that what it means? Yeah, that's a 67 uh. watt wireless charging. It's also got a 67 watt wired charging. I mean, it's up to you. Yeah, that's impressive. It's interesting they brought the exact same wattage to the wireless as the wired. Mm. Normally, the sun started to drop off. They managed to do it over here. You can see it in the white color. Go back to the other one, Will. In a white color and in the black color. And the screen is hard to tell, but next to those large camera units, That's a screen in portrait mode right there. Like I said, you can see yourself when you're taking a selfie on your good cameras. Mm. Not on your bad ones. It's also got reverse wireless charging in it, which is cool for all your pods and... For your pods and your pals. Yes. You get them charged up at 10 watts, which ain't nothing either. 6.81-inch AMOLED display, up to 1,700 nits. That's unbelievable. Actually, you got an A-plus from DisplayMate. Actually, this thing... Knocked off all the, you know, the variety of, uh, what are the, uh, scores. Cameras, display uh-huh. scores. Give us some scores. We want your scores. HDR 10 plus Dolby vision support. 1440 plus resolution. Gorilla Glass Victus. You gotta have that on there, Well, mm-hmm. When you're in this, uh, this part of the market. Snapdragon 888 I already said 12 gigs of RAM, 256 storage. UFS three point one, uh, Harman Kardon audio. You know I want to check that out. High res certification. Of course you got five G, Wi Fi six, hmm. all this stuff. You got everything you want. They're coming for the champion status. Yeah,
1: and I noticed they have a front facing camera as well. Why do they need that?
0: Well, you need that. Well, <laughs> why? Because when you're doing a video conference and stuff. Video conference. Yeah, you're doing the uh, the chats and whatnot. I see. And you, wanna, you still need to see the other person big. Sure. And it's a tiny little hole punch. So I think Otis want to be a guest on the show right now. Yeah. It's, uh, He's getting cozy in a guest chair, which is yet to be graced by uh, our long list of guests that are coming through. There he is. Otis just going to kick it off for us.
1: You guys to say something,
0: buddy? Otis, over here. Otis. There you go. Look at the camera. Looking good, <laughs> man. Good All point. right. Uh... So price tag, you want to know it. Oh, how about starting at 915 oh, Not too crazy. That's not bad. Not too crazy. Starting at 915 I mean, we're talking about flagship level. I'm excited. Xiaomi, hit me up, dude. I'm talking about Xiaomi like it's one person. Yeah. Mr. Xiaomi. Hit me up. This one, I want to check it out. This one, uh, I could put this slab in my pocket and watch mm. it weigh down my pants and love every second of it. Yeah. You know? Hopefully it
1: just doesn't get caught on the camera bump.
0: Hey, man! (laughs) Rude. No, no, no. I'll get it out of there. I'll be snapping photos on my one-inch sensor. All right? Yeah. Now, I should just put this disclaimer in here. It's not all about sensor size, but typically speaking, bigger sensors uh, have contributed to better image quality and, and all kinds of other factors like depth of field and things like this. Right. Uh, that's why I mean we got full frame sensors all around. I mean, if you look at Willie Do right now, switch to your frame. You look at him right now. I want you to look him up and down. That's a full frame sensor right there, ladies and gentlemen. Oh yeah, that's a that's a Sony A1. Shout out Sony. Ready to rock. You are. Yes. Wow, I never knew that. Today's sponsor is Mint Mobile. After years of fine print contracts and getting ripped off by big wireless providers, if we've learned anything, it's that there's always a catch. Mint mobile offers premium wireless serving service and servings. All the servings you would you could possibly want. Yes. Starting at 15 bucks a month. It's so easy, it feels like cheating. That's their slogan. Oh, yeah? That's right. Uh, there's no catch. Listen to this. Mint Mobile's secret sauce is that they're the first company to sell wireless service online only. That cuts the cost to the retail stores. No crazy overhead that gets passed to you in the form of fees. Instead, those savings go right back to you, starting at 15 bucks a month. You can see Willie Do's on the website right now. You can click on the plans... You get to bring your own phone, which is something I like as well. You know, I like to have a selection of phones mm-hmm. and I don't necessarily want to be paying off some phone for the next, for the rest of my life. No, I like to pick and choose own my phone. You bring it over here and Willie Do's highlighting some of the plans. You know, I like the sound of unlimited up there, mm-hmm. but maybe you don't need it. And I mean, you look over there at the $15 a month, unlimited talk and text, nationwide coverage. 5G or 4G LTE, whichever is strongest, and 4 gigs of data. I'm saying 15 bucks a month. That's what I'm looking at. Mm-hmm. And I don't think you get anything for 15 bucks a month right now. Not even a meal. Yeah. Not these days. Not even a coffee. I could probably find a coffee for yeah, that. Maybe. For people looking for extra savings, Mint Mobile is where you go. Offering premium premium wireless for just 15 bucks a month to get your new wireless plan uh, and get it to ship to your door for free, go to mintmobile.com slash loolater. That's mintmobile.com slash Later. Cut your wireless bill to 15 bucks a month, mintmobile.com slash Later, or click the link down in the description. Don't forget the slash Later so that they know we sent you. All right, another thing from the Xiaomi event, they made a monster to go with the monster. Mm. A monster wireless charging mat with 19 chi coils in it you know what's better than one coil you know what's better than two coils you know what's better than 18 coils 17 (laughs) it's 19 coil
1: okay i wonder why they chose 19
0: i mean look at the way it lays out man it's like the olympics <laughs> it's a lot of rings. It's like the Olympics. Sure. It's like the Olympics on steroids. Yeah. Yo, that was weird the way it came together because you best not be on the steroids at <laughs> the Olympics. Yeah. That was a good one. I'm glad you went for the ride on that one. Yeah. Yeah. It took you a I second. I was on
1: board. It, yeah. It
0: took a little bit. It, took, it took you a second. Then you hopped on board on the boat. Mm-hmm. And then we got stuck in the Suez Canal, or as you like to call it, the Seuss Canal. <laughs> <laughs>
2: <laughs> it was, uh,
0: you know Did I say Swiss? I don't know was what you Swiss? said. No, that was the other time where you called it Sweden and Switzerland. Oh, yeah. <laughs> that was the same episode. No, no, different. Episode. No. Yeah, that was when you had to clean the cleaning of the door handle. Every right, time you're yeah. left alone, Ugh. the pronunciation goes out the window. Yeah. If I get up and start walking over there, it's
1: not even English
0: anymore. No, I don't know what it's. It. At one point. Yeah, it's uh, actually quite exciting and entertaining. You just have to wow. ask. The, you just have to ask the people about it. You just have to look at the numbers. When Willie Doo gets left alone for his own segment, the numbers go through the roof. So let's not deny it anymore. Let's not deny what yeah. the people need, all right? Yeah. To be clear. So this device is capable of charging up to three devices at 20 watts each. I can get behind that. You can get behind that. Mm-hmm. It's a lot of watts to go around. Now, I have experimented with chargers similar to this. I don't think I've ever seen one with 19 coils in it. Now, You say, why would you have so many coils? Well, this lets you essentially place the thing however you want on there. And Mm -hmm. it's going to line up with something, you know, and you're not going to have to be so deliberate about where you place your device. And this is especially cool because even though third parties have made things like this, the smartphone makers themselves haven't done a first party accessory. We know Apple tried and then bailed on it, Mm -hmm. if you recall. Maybe they'll do something like this in the future. But uh, here we have Xiaomi kind of being one of the first. I don't know. Maybe there's one that I'm missing that's a first party. The
1: Zen's Liberty?
0: Yeah, that's third party. I, this is the one I've oh, used. Oh, first party. Yeah. But how many uh, coils does, does Zen's have on the Liberty? Uh, uh, 16. 16. I mean, that's this one is still great. It's uh, 30 watts total, though. It has a glass top. Very cool. Mm-hmm. So obviously the uh, Xiaomi design is quite similar, except even more, uh, even more coils going on in there. Apparently, the charger is going to have a hefty price tag. You can get well, Xiaomi. Let's see here. Ninety. The wireless charge pad would cost ninety bucks. That's not bad. I mean, it's a law for a charger, but it's a worthwhile investment. It's pretty advanced as far as chargers go. Mm-hmm. And to be clear, those third party options, I think were more than that. I believe the Zen's Liberty was more than 90 bucks. I can't remember. I think it was like 150. Uh, Probably at the bottom, bottom or the top of the article, or not at all. Oh, there we go 200 euros. Oh, no, no, no. Wait. Starting at 150 euros. So that was very expensive for a charge. That's what I remember. This is a little better than that. If they actually bring this thing for 90 US, sure. Uh it might be one charger to rule them all. I don't know. Mm. It's up to you. It is still very premium as far as chargers are concerned. Mm. But shout out Xiaomi doing things. Another shout out. How about MediaTek named the biggest smartphone chipset supplier for the first time ever? surpassing the likes of Qualcomm. You didn't notice, Well, No. You never even used the MediaTek before. I don't think I have. Yeah, well, they've been moving units. Mm. And let me tell you how much they grew. 351.8 million units compared to 238 million units in
2: 2019.
0: Mm. Imagine that type of growth. You're selling chips. I just add another one... 110 milli? Yeah. 112 milli? 113 milli?
1: They're going to the moon, if not
0: already there yet. Sheesh. Volume increased by 113.8 million units, or 47.8% on the year. Imagine if we could just have this show performance improve just 47.8% on the year. Mm. Imagine that. Well, we just need more wildcard segments. We go straight there. Sure. Did you disagree to it? No. I feel like you you sort of halfway did. Yeah. We'll see. This is the first time that MediaTek has become the biggest smartphone chipset supplier beating Qualcomm for the top spot. (laughs) The biggest customer, actually, Xiaomi. They purchased 63.7 million MediaTek chips. It's a big increase for them. Previously, they were only at 19. Hmm. But you got other customers in there, including Samsung themselves. Uh, They purchased a lot. Oppo's in there too. Second biggest customer. Actually, let me just be clear. Xiaomi isn't their biggest customer. They just had the highest growth rate. They became the biggest customer. Interesting. Samsung has the highest growth rate. They increased MediaTek chipset purchasing 254%. Xiaomi's the biggest. Samsung increased their uh, relationship the most. So obviously, uh, there's been the sanctions and stuff with Huawei, and then they had to buy MediaTek stuff because of the Qualcomm problem. Hmm. So, tons of opportunity for MediaTek. We're, we're, of course, not seeing it in the flagship devices as much, mm-hmm. which is why you and I have more limited exposure, <clears throat> but that's a couple units. That's a couple units. Oh yeah. I'm curious for MediaTek users who are watching this show, you let me know in the comments if you feel satisfied with your MediaTek brain inside your smartphone, or if you sit there wishing you had some Snapdragon product. Hmm. Let me know. Apple car concept photos. These are weird. I don't think it's going to look anything like this, but I thought it was interesting to imagine what the right look for an Apple car would be. Stop right there, Will. Okay. What is I this, got excited. What does this particular render remind you of? Uh,
1: there is a vehicle, but I can't put my finger on it.
0: No, you're not no. going to take You're not going to uh, look at the door handle and the shape of the door seam. That actually is what reminded me of the vehicle. This is based on the most oh. or, or the headlight here. The headlight is very, well, I mean the whole shape of the car, it's obviously based on a popular vehicle. Yeah. Go ahead, well.
1: I I can't put my finger to. It.
0: No, you're not gonna even put anything out there.
1: Uh, I can't think of the name right now.
0: But when I say it, you're gonna go.
1: Oh, that's what I was gonna say. Absolutely.
0: Yeah. Uh, this is based on the Nissan GTR, Ugh. otherwise known as the Skyline. GTR classic. Uh, fast car. I, I like the car. I think it looks super weird with an Apple logo. I just I think no chance, zero percent chance on this design. Uh-huh.
1: I, I, yeah, I agree.
0: Like, I'm, like nothing against the car. Like, I, I, the car is, I like the car. I just don't believe Apple's going to do it. You, you, you agree with me? Yeah. Um, Go ahead.
1: I almost assume that uh, the Apple car is more bubbly
0: mm. for some reason.
1: More smooth?
0: Mm. Well, why don't we scroll down to some more renders and we okay. can weigh in. Next up, try this one out for size. Okay, what is this? What which car does this remind you of? This looks like a Audi. Interesting. Um, this one's actually based on a Toyota Supra. The Supra. Yeah. Oh. Uh, Vaguely. I guess so. Vaguely, with some iPod Classic influences, apparently. With the chrome. Yeah, I don't know. Mm. Maybe is this. More or less likely to be the Apple car compared to the first option. I say more. Yeah, I I think it's a little more. We're going with more. (laughs) Scroll down a little further and we have three more options. Now, I think we're getting closer now on these three options, even though they might not be more to people's taste. I feel like they're just more Apple-ish. Now, what we have here is the Hyundai Ionic Electric X, Apple Mouse, the Honda E X, iMac G three, and the Kia Soul EV X iMac Pro. So they're cross inspirations, right? One of them utilizing the Apple Mouse, <laughs> <clears throat> and uh, and obviously the framework being some of the rumored potential collaborations like Hyundai. Oh. So which of this? Total bunch. That's five different mock-up prototype-looking things, which will be the closest to the eventual Apple Car. Will mm. you got to go on the record? Mm. I think this one. What? I think this one. Really? Mm-hmm. What do you think? You surprise me. I I I just don't. I just don't know that it's going to be that sporty. Yeah,
1: I uh, guess out of all of them, it it seems like the most obvious case, but
0: I don't know. I just feel like if you think of the like if you think of the smartphone market, Apple was reluctant for a long time to make a variety of options. Hmm. They just for a long time you just buy one iPhone, hmm. or prior to that an iPod, and then they started to put out a few different versions to after to that. I would imagine that the first vehicle they put out, is just one. And it seems right. to me that it would be a bit odd to do like a two-door coupe type of like sport car design first. In the same way that yeah. te- Tesla still hasn't gotten to that. I know they had the Roadster, but the first like mass market was the sedan.
1: Yeah. The the main, I guess, mindset was what what kind of car would best represent Apple? And I would think it would be this one. But you're right. I don't think that they would be making this car at first. You know what I mean? Like if Apple was represented in a car, it would look like this. But they probably wouldn't make this. Okay. Based on all the car's concepts that I've seen. Okay, well. I mean, it's definitely not this. (laughs) But it could be this
0: you know all right
1: what do you think
0: i actually think the closest one is on the far left there as crazy as that is the the, yeah. the, the mouse based one
1: yeah this is not too far as off crazy either.
0: as that is and i and I, and i have a few uh, reasons as to why there's a... this one to me looks maybe the most futuristic and probably has the uh lowest drag coefficient oh, and yeah. I, and you can imagine apple's going to be all about efficiency sure and range and, and, and these type of features. And chances are, by the time we get there, it's a relatively anonymous, or not anonymous, uh, autonomous experience. Yeah. And some of the race car aspects seem less important mm-hmm. when the vehicle is autonomous. And then the cabin and the interior experience seems more important when the vehicle is anonymous. Yeah. Or, uh, autonomous. Anonymous is a word I want to say right now. Yeah. And for some reason.
1: I do like the glass. It seems like it's like opaque.
0: Yeah, I don't I, I yeah. don't know to what degree that so part of it, it is accurate. Like room. It, maybe it's one of those things where it automatically turns off or yeah. shades or yeah. whatever. But That's cool. Anyway, look, it's just a bit of fun. Yeah. All right. No need to get all carried away with it. It's fun. Uh, I would like to see your version, Will, because you, you've been known to do this type of thing. Design card. Concept card. Design. Yeah, yeah, okay. yeah, yeah. Yeah, I'll so, mock something up. So uh, on the next episode, is a cliffhanger. Next episode, we're going to have Willie Do's mock-up. Sure. And that's going to be the wild card round. Okay. So don't miss the next episode. All right. One more thing relating to electric vehicles, and particularly Apple as well. The world-famous Apple supplier Foxconn. We got a little bit more information about their own EVs that they're going to be working on. Mm. And this is the funny part. They're going to call the electric car brand Foxtron. <laughs> you know how we were always joking about all these suppliers? Pegatron. Yeah. Wistron. Foxconn. Yeah. Now Foxconn got Foxtron. Yeah. Foxconn's Foxtron competing with Pegatron's Wistron. Tron. Something Tron. Yes. Tron and Con. Yes. That's all you need for success. Yeah. You get yourself Tron or Con, and you just start counting the money. Uh-huh. So, we don't have either of those. <laughs> no. Anyway, they're going to be making making cars. They got a whole platform laid out. M-I-H, open platform. They could be making cars for other people, cars with their own brand on it. We talked about it. It doesn't look like they're going to do the Apple car, which is weird. You'd think that they could figure something out since they got all this business they're doing already. Mm-hmm. uh and they're also going to do a bus. Actually, apparently their first product they're going to do is a bus. And if you scroll down, you can catch a peek at a very futuristic-looking bus, actually. Look at that thing. Oh, cool. I, I, I don't think that has the best drag coefficient.
1: No. It's a, just a giant rectangle block. <laughs> yeah.
0: but isn't it weird that it looks kind of cool? Just like, it, See, the thing about a Imagine bus— Imagine
1: seeing, like, an army of them yeah. kind of, like, stacked together in a grid. That's efficient.
0: It's efficient to park them. Yeah. uh, It's
1: not aerodynamic. It's efficient
0: efficient as far as um, interior volume. Mm -hmm. Like making the most of the interior volume for seats and stuff. Yes. So there's other considerations when you're talking about a bus. Mm -hmm. I actually like the look of it. Yeah. I don't know why. It's not bad. It's so much glass. Look how big the windows are.
1: Yeah, it kind of wraps around.
0: Cool. On the corners. So Foxconn launches Foxtron. Mm. Here we have an iPad prototype, which never came to be as a real product. I remember this iPad. This is the first generation iPad, iPad 1. Mm. And this iPad's an important iPad for me personally because at the time I was a reseller and, and this iPad did not launch in Canada at the same time as the US. And so I had a small shop and I was actually... Trying to, a lot of stories around how I had to go about getting these things to sell, but people in Toronto wanted them so badly at the time, and it was difficult to get your hands on it. And I remember just feeling, whoa, this is a huge iPhone, which at the time, was, that was a novel experience. Yeah. And like reading, they were there, they like, Apple was like, you're going to read magazines and stuff. I don't know, I don't know what you're going to do. You're going to sit on the couch and stuff and lots of battery and stuff sure anyway what's different about this one because it was a prototype they didn't know where they wanted to put the dock connector and at this time it was still that wonky 30 pin thing and there wasn't that many accessories that you could use with it but you had like a keyboard dock and obviously your charger but they didn't know if you were going to want to dock it into portrait mode or in a Landscape mode. So they put one for the prototype on both sides. And then apparently, just before release, Steve Jobs nixed the idea of having both. Like, he was like, no, no, no. It's going to be on the bottom. Mm. Named Steve Jobs. It's going to yeah. be on the bottom. And I want to hear it. I don't want to hear it anymore. And then a guy like Willie Deuce is like, well, sir, it's a, actually quite versatile. He's like, shut up. There. I apologize <laughs> for that. I just want to test our equipment out sometimes. I just want to see if I can uh, make something smoke or well, yeah, explode or something. You did. You got some. Uh, <laughs> like a fire right here. All the audio equipment's toast. It's a mix because people listen to this and some people be like, no, no, no. That's why it's fun. You never know what, was gonna, what the volume was. And then other people would be like, this is so chill, man. And then until I just had to wake everybody up. I fall asleep to this. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Imagine you're dozing off and then you get that. Uh, ah! Yeah. You get that. You get Steve Jobs telling you to shut up. Yeah. Anyway. So this never made it. It is an interesting thought, though, as far as the dot connectors are concerned. Mm-hmm. And the way in which you should use your iPad. Of course, now they moved on to magnets and flipping and flapping and twisting and turning. But back then you needed this 30 pin connector and voila. Well, the rest is history, mm. you know. I don't know if this guy bought it off eBay or something, but you can cool. find some of these old Apple prototypes for collectors like to hold on to them and stuff like that. Yeah. <laughs> You're still recovering from that show. Yeah traumatized uh-huh. apologize you see you guys think it's bad willie do has this pumped into his e- ears but we do have the equipment i mean i can't really clip it like i clip i can but i can't i have a fire
1: extinguisher just yeah.
0: right here that's true yeah but you know what i mean well sure just like don't do that again like in <laughs> loud. Like, like in no but it isn't actually that much louder because the compressor kicks in and cuts well, it.
1: it sounds terrible because you have the clipping.
0: But that's the yeah, thing. No. That means we got to tweak more. Okay. We got to get to a level where any amount of volume is available at all times. Cuz you never know when it might be required. Sure. Yeah. Like when Steve Jobs tells you to shut up. Yeah. I mean, I heard I heard he was you know, if you read any of the books and stuff, he was fired he, uh, he was
1: fired up. Yeah. He was very passionate. He was fired up. <laughs> Is a passionate guy. You know? So I've
0: heard. So, uh, Tesla. Let's talk about Tesla. Apparently, they might get you this Cybertruck earlier than originally expected. Hmm. And I think this rush makes a lot of sense. I think this is a critical vehicle. As crazy as it looks, when this thing hits the road, people are going to be talking. Right. I'm just telling you, man. When you start seeing these around town...
1: Yeah, I'm excited to start
0: seeing them. Uh, it it's just, just changed the whole landscape. Yeah,
1: it's so unique.
0: And the way the way that it's completely steel, you know you're going to see it because it's going to be reflecting light in all kinds of crazy ways. Yeah.
1: And it's actually nice to see... Um, this literally in the parking lot it's crazy there's no context to it
0: it's crazy that they're actually making it it's not like a beauty shot or anything it's crazy that that this is a real thing still at this stage like we're still not used to it i need to see them on the street i know some people have anyway yeah i just feel like it's gonna just blast tesla awareness even higher than it already is i mean it's obviously super high but but also just the truck segment is so enormous in North America, such an important segment, and and there's no real electric play yet. Now, there will be soon all kinds of options, but for now, there's not, not a lot to choose from. And then this one comes out, and people start saying, oh, you can have an electric truck, too. Cool. Anyway, in an effort to bring Cybertruck to market as soon as possible, Tesla preparing a pilot production line and planning details for its production at the Fremont factory before things are even finished in Texas. So they're completely ready to go to expedite the process. Apparently, pre-orders surpassed 700,000. Wow. That's a lot of cyber trucks. 700,000. Now, I don't know how you corroborate such a thing, but also you got to remember it was a small down payment. I think it was... What's a hundred bucks? I don't remember. 500?
1: No, it was a hundred.
0: Did we do this on the show that I... Or, or like... No, you did the model S. No, no, I ordered this too, I think. You did, yeah. But I believe
1: it was a one hundred.
0: I mean, that's crazy. To, to call it in an order and only require a hundred, which is refundable. Oh yeah, look, fully refundable. What does that say? This is Canadian, one fifty. Okay. Yeah. So that's kind of crazy. That's what, cool. What is Just, the purchase yeah. price for the tri motor all wheel drive? Does it tell you? Wait, hold on. I can't see. Oh, you got to click by now. Okay, here we go. What? No. Interesting. Wait, what? Is it cut off on my monitor that I'm looking at here? Can you see the actual price anywhere? I don't think so. I don't see it. <laughs> it's just like find out later. They have the price for full self-driving. Hmm. I don't know. It was up there before for sure. Was it? You're sure it's not cut off on the right-hand side? I don't see it. Oh, you see the whole frame? Yeah, I see everything. Interesting. <laughs> I don't. I get the subpar display. Okay. Anyway, whatever. Well, I can look for it. Yeah? tri-motor Cybertruck price. I can't remember. It was like $75,000, 80000 It star- starts at 40000 <clears throat> maybe they didn't say maybe they just said starting at 40,000 i
2: don't know
0: oh there we go 70,000 the tri-motor is 70,000 u.s which is 90,000 canadian so we weren't too far off hmm. fun
1: that's pretty good you're happy that's about a pretty that. good price
0: you're happy about yeah. that
1: Maybe I should get two.
0: That's no big deal for a guy like you.
1: Might as well. No big deal
2: for a guy like you.
0: Uh, Speaking of Tesla pricing, they raised the price of their solar roof. I would love to get one of these. It's hard to get this in Canada. Is it? Oh. Uh, They kept dipping the price, and then it came back up recently. People are speculating as to why that might be. So apparently uh, Electrek tried put a try to get a quote on the site for a 3947 square foot roof with a 12 kilowatt solar roof tile system and they got a price of 54966 that was last summer hmm. and they went through to do the same quote right now and they end up finding that the quote, Comes between seventy nine thousand, and hundred thousand for the same roof. Whoa, huge increase in cost.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: Now, there's a thinking that it may have something to do with the roof complexity feature, which would determine an inc- Like if you had an, if you had a really complex roof with a lot of weird shapes and mm-hmm. peaks and things, it might not be as efficient the installation. Mm. So you, may, you might be paying more for materials because of the way you got to maneuver it around the obstructions. Mm-hmm. So some people reported that even when they got the old quotes, which were low, when they went to have the install, they got the real quote, it went up anyway. So don't oh. worry about it. That, that, there's some people thinking that they're just more accurate at projecting it now. Huh. But either way, I would love to have one of these.
1: Yeah, you need to talk to
0: charge elon. up charge up the car the power
1: wall right self sufficient i
0: mean they just look cool like they don't even look like solar panels Is, mm-hmm. does that not look cool it does yeah just looks like normal didn't you just buy a towels. house you you should get this
1: too yeah you said it was hard to get in canada yeah
0: i'll give it a shot okay there you go elon like, you got two buyers some, bring us the solar roof it's a million dollars Yeah. What? (laughs) Import. Oh, check this out. Mercedes is coming for Elon. You already knew this, but this is an even better look at their new massive 55-inch screen. Ooh. 55-inch screen in the car. Jeez. (laughs) I think it's crazy. This is a screen that spans... Now, we saw this because I remember at the live event, but were they teasing it? Like, did we have some new images here? This is just a better look. Oh yeah. This is an entire sheet of glass and it's kind of a bit deceiving calling it a 55-inch display cuz it's right. really three displays. Yeah. But it's just all blended together under one final finishing sure. sheet of presumably glass which that's a pretty impressive sheet of glass on its own. Mm-hmm. Uh, touch capable. So you have this one large display above where the steering wheel sits you can likely configure this to show different, ta- I mean, it has a variety of characteristics it can display, uh, but, but likely speed and things like this. And then in the center, you have this really nice looking navigation which blends into everything else, including your controls for, uh, you know, your climate, multimedia, all that's in the center. And then the passenger gets their very own version of that, this this car over here has one, something like that above the glove box so that that person can control the radio, climate, mm-hmm. things like this if you happen to have a passenger. But the way that they laid this in here with the shapes and the curves and the lighting, yes. like that lighting underneath there, it all blends together over here and mm-hmm. you and you can select this, you can also have like the car figure out the whole mood for you. Yeah, very cool. And and let me, I just want to explain something to you. Okay. You know, since I brought the volume up earlier and increased the stress level. It's your sultry voice. That's right. Now we're about to take it down into relaxation mode. So this car, it has something in it, which is the energizing coach, part of the uh, energizing comfort programs, which include freshness, warmth and vitality or joy depending on the situation and the individual. If the Mercedes-Benz Vivo Active 3 smartwatch, the Mercedes-Benz Venue smartwatch or another compatible Garmin wearable is linked to the vehicle, personal values such as stress level or sleep quality optimize the precision of the recommendation for the mood and then here's what you're going to get. Forest Glade can help to escape the noisy daily routine and boost concentration. Bird song, rustling leaves and a gentle breeze create a feel good ambience. The program is rounded off by warm music soundscapes and subtle fragrancing. Really? It's going to smell good. Can they do that? Yeah, they can do that. Well, there goes, how? There goes the volume again. Yeah. What you mean how? It has these modules in it and it's... Do you sp- need to add like uh fragrance? <clears throat> no, no, no. Well, yes, but it's going to be installed in a vehicle. Oh. You know, I don't know. Maybe you use it all the time. You have to top it up. But, you know, you don't need... This-
1: Constant new car
0: smell? You know, because you don't need too much fragrance to really fill the cockpit. You know, it's coming through the... Otis needs some of that fragrance right now. Listen to this next one. Sounds of the Sea. A positive and relaxing effect. Through the combination of soft music soundscapes, wave sounds, and seagull sounds. Warms and cools at the same time. With the soothingly slow rhythm of the ocean waves combined with blasts of air from the air conditioning system. Blasts of air... In conjunction with Mm. the waves. Right. Come on, Will. And the sea smell. Come on, Will. Yeah. Or what about summer rain serving as an acoustic oasis in noisy traffic, cooling and calming with sounds of raindrops on leafy canopies, distant thunder, pattering rain, and ambient music. That's it, man. It reads your smartwatch like Willy Doo's stressed and it hits you with it. it figures you out, man. Next thing you know, you arrive at the at work and you you're ready to go, man. You're yeah. recharged.
1: Sounds like a good time.
0: I am gonna have to uh Yeah, get them to send us this thing. Cool. All right. EQS. With the many modes. I wanna smell what that's all about. Yeah. Uh did you know you should ditch Google Chrome for Microsoft Edge?
1: Who said that? Microsoft?
0: Uh David Neeld said that at Gizmodo. Oh. Uh why? Did you are you are you uh like locked into Google Chrome? I am, yeah. You wouldn't consider any other
1: It depends if uh Edge has um like a app store. Whoa. You know? There's a lot of shortcuts
0: and stuff that I use. So like extensions. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah. Well, uh, here's what David says. David says that the rebooted version of Edge browser is based on the same Chromium code as Chrome. Okay. So that's a good start for you. And then, apparently, it's more lightweight. Oh, yeah. It has become, uh, it does better with RAM usage and CPU. They brought it up in the activity monitor. Oh. It's an unscientific test, but loaded up a group of sites in both Chrome and Edge after a restart of both browsers. Task Manager jumped around a bit, but Chrome was consistently sucking up substantially more CPU time, memory space, and disk use than Edge. Mm. Plus, Chrome opened up 40 separate tasks compared to 27 for Edge.
1: Yeah. Somehow I'm not surprised because mm. Chrome is such a ram sucker.
0: <laughs> ram suckle.
1: <laughs> it's uh, yeah, it's terrible on RAM.
0: Yeah, but I don't understand your Google with that. I wonder why. I'm curious as to why that has to be. I know Google well, I got is...
1: a ton of uh, stories up here, a ton of tabs. Uh, no, I know. You know? As,
0: as, as our browsers have become our operating systems in many cases. Mm-hmm. It has become increasingly important how efficient they are. But I'm just curious with a dominant position like Google has, what it is that's holding back finding a better efficiency, like right. putting certain tabs into a, a sleep mode, sleep state, or whatever. Hibernate. There's probably ways you can do it. But anyway, out the gate, Edge seems to have an advantage. Another thing that Edge does is it gives you a little more uh what would you say a slightly easier path towards configuring the privacy level of your browser
2: Mm.
0: so here you can see tracking prevention which is really simple and easy to understand for a user from basic which allows tracking across sites balanced which is a little bit more privacy centric and then strict strict mode will block the majority of trackers from all sites Content and ads will likely have minimal personalization. Parts of sites might not work, and it would would block known harmful trackers. So, again, this is a thing, since Google's business model is different than Microsoft's, Mm. where Google might have an incentive to not necessarily prioritize settings like this. Right. Where that would uh, interfere with its other businesses Mm -hmm. that rely on this type of thing. So that's something to consider as well. Uh, apparently there's also a read aloud mode in the main browser menu, which will read any webpage to you. Oh, that's cool. So maybe if you're on the go or something. Mm-hmm. Anyway, so maybe it's, maybe it doesn't have to be Chrome. I don't know. I don't know. It's going to be tough for me to switch. It's just part of it is just the habit of it. And you got your thing set up and that's the way it is. Right. But this, uh, at least got me thinking, I know of course there's other browsers out there. It's not just edge and, mm-hmm. and Chrome uh what was that new one that was letting you brave Uh, well there's brave but there was another one which was letting you stack tabs or having two rows of tabs i talked about it. recently, i think it was a vivaldi i feel like i remember because i I feel like i was chatting to them on on twitter yeah fast private browsing and two stacks of tabs so that one's kind of cool look they even got their own versus chrome here are three things that work better in vivaldi so like let me know your suggestions down in the comments if you're watching this and you are partial to some browser that isn't Chrome and you have a reason for it. I'm curious about your justification and, and who knows, maybe we maybe we try a different browser. Yeah. It's not impossible. Maybe it's going to be v- Vivaldi up there. Sure. I don't know. Yeah, we could. We, we really need that extension, copy all URLs. Yeah. That's so v- Vivaldi, you got to have that if we're going to use it. Did you see this news with the uh, Lil Nas X? You follow that?
1: Uh yeah. I uh I just saw the headline. I didn't read too much into it. Yeah. <sighs> Uh-oh.
0: So you know the, the mischief guys, right? Yeah. So they did the Jesus shoe. Mm-hmm. And we did the Jesus shoe. They sent it to us. Yep. And people were super curious about that shoe they watched that video um it got a lot of coverage it's not even here it set the precedent
2: oh
0: Brad Hall's up there give him give him the shout out okay yeah ultimate flex shoe I mean it got a <laughs> lot of views you can see well I mean on the Brad Hall channel he pulled together half a million great video you know what we gotta bring him up as a guest right here yeah uh we got to figure that out we had him as a guest no i know i know he hasn't visited in a while and now that everything is well things are starting to cool down or calm down a little bit oh it's time to come back yes anyway
1: he's welcome anytime
0: anyway anyway so these are the shoes i'm talking about they put the holy water in air max in in a soul and they customized it. It has no affiliation with Nike. Nike did not endorse it. In fact, I don't think Nike was all that happy about it. But they did a limited number. The price was already big to begin with. And then it went even higher on StockX. Yes. Because it was just so limited. Oh, there's our video in the top right, right over there. 5.7 million over there. Like, this did... People were interested in this. And it was received relatively well. Like It had 150,000 thumbs up, 5,000 down. So people weren't offended by it or anything like that. Mm. Or I'm sure some people were offended by it. Oh, my God. Oh. What the? Who's this guy? What was that? <laughs> I don't know. You were sitting
1: over there? I added myself into videos. Holy
0: cow. Wow. You were just sitting over there. Yeah. In just, this In this video. Just words. I don't even remember that era. Yeah. You were just over there. You had a jacket on or something. Yeah, it was chilly. Whoa. Anyway, getting back to what to today? Mischief teams up with Lil Nas X. Again, no affiliation with Nike, not an official product. They just take a number of Air Max sneakers and mod them essentially mm. and sell them. Except this time, it ain't Jesus, it's the devil this time. Mm. And they do 666 pairs. And Lil Nas X puts out a music video. (laughs) By the way, did you see that music video? I didn't. Holy cow. (laughs) It was trending, though. Yeah, yeah, it was. uh, I don't even, you know, outside of the whole aspect of uh, the devil stuff, it was a very comprehensive music video, like difficult music video to make. Oh, yeah? I mean... Anyway, it has a whole devil theme to it. So he's got this thing going on. This is his marketing thing right now with his new music. And so he teams up with Mischief to do the sneaker. And the sneaker's super limited. And I guess you got a tweet to enter. I'm not sure. But this, anyway, this time around, they take it a step further. So in the last shoe, the Jesus shoe, they had Holy Water in the Soul. On this one, they have Red ink and wait for it. A drop of human blood. Oh, only a drop? A drop. Oh. You wanted all that to be human blood? Oh, yeah. Sheesh. Oh yeah. Now they sourced the human blood from the team over at Mischief, uh, giving themselves uh 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 sacrificing themselves yeah. for the for the cause. Uh but this one has been received a lot more controversially for obvious reasons. <laughs> sure, yeah. <laughs> Look, man, it's all marketing. It's all marketing. Uh, this this thing is li- is getting lifted mm-hmm. from both sides. Like there's the people who think it's funny or not funny, but there's the people who think of it as kind of for what it is, a gimmick. And then there's other people who, who would take take it far more deeply. Yeah. But it's, you know, you run, you try to run the analysis on it, and I'll tell you what, all the sneakers are going to sell out because they're limited, because they got the attention, and because I see saw what happened the last time around. Mm-hmm. Now, I don't know if i want to Purchase with the blood and the soul myself. You don't? You know? <laughs> so... The winner is drawn by lottery on April 1st. That's an interesting date too, right? That's April Fool's Day. Mm. Ooh, they line that up. That's kind of interesting, isn't it? Yeah. That you would you would so. get the sneakers on Fool's Day. Mm. Mm.
1: So that's like in two days.
0: There's a quote on there, by the way. Let's see where it is. Uh, not a quote, uh, a, a passage, a Bible passage. 1018 is the Bible passage. It reads, and they got it on the side, and it's also the price of the sneaker, $1,018. And the passage is from Luke 1018. It reads, I saw Satan fall like lightning from heaven. Mm. So, you know, they're going all in, just like they did with with the last sneaker.
1: Yeah, they're having fun with it let's see who interprets it wrong
0: yeah but but will you have to understand these symbols to some people is very sensitive stuff sure yeah and uh look at this symbol you know there there's uh i guess to some people there's historical significance here yeah that things there's some things here that people don't want to play with mhm
1: i'm curious about the backlash so is it going to be to
0: towards mischief or um Well, this is that's actually. I'm glad you said that because I think what happened last time with the Jesus shoes Hmm. was actually a lot of backlash got targeted right at Nike under the assumption that they had something to do with it. Yeah. Now, that's one thing if you got the Jesus shoe, which sure, it's similar, controversial, whatever, less so than this one. And Nike has already come out and and put their statement out there, but I kind of wonder if Nike doesn't escalate the situation this time. And I'm not telling right. them to, I'm not telling them to do it, by the way. I think, damn, you want to customize the shoe and sell it? Customize the shoe and sell it. I don't recommend that they do such a thing. I don't think it's necessarily gonna be a good look for them.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: But this time around, they deny involvement it, it, again. <laughs> they deny involvement again. And this time around, I kind of wonder, you know, where their brand is and the fact that the Nike component is such a big part of it. Right. Like, just imagine this collab, but it isn't a Nike Air Max. Mm -hmm. It doesn't have the same thing to it, does it? No. So it's complex. In a way, you kind of need the Nike brand to legitimize it for sneaker collectors and the types that would... Be, be super interested in a, in a in a limited pair of 666 I mean, without that symbol and it, there's something about the air Max origin of having this bubble and then filling it with something yes everybody knows the bubble mm-hmm. so I'm curious to see if Nike leaves it there or and I don't know if there's anything they can do for a record and I don't recommend they do anything I'm just mm-hmm. saying it's uh it's gonna be curious to watch that time around but uh, sold out one pair remains. So I guess they they sold out this the triple six and one pair remains. Yeah. Wild, wild stuff. Anyway, they got your attention. They got, mm-hmm. they got everybody's attention and Lil Nas X doesn't care. No, he he actually says, he's having fun with it. Well, I don't know if he's having fun. It actually <laughs> seemed like he got a little bit of pain himself because he came out and tweeted that he hated himself because of the stuff that was preached. You know, huh? And so I hope you are mad. Stay mad. Feel the same anger you teach us to have towards ourselves. So I'd seem a little bit deeper. Is what I'm trying to get at. Oh, here. He uh, he's getting some backlash, and he's meeting it with uh, some level of uh, anger mm. or uh, emotion, let's mm. say. So I don't think it's just. I don't think it's only a laugh. Right. Or, or, or it is and it's all part of the buildup I don't know yeah hmm.
1: I want to follow up I want to
0: see well we'll follow up we'll follow up we'll What's see what, the, uh, let's see what transpires fallout. man. Oh, I mean yes. it's, it's it, the thing I'm just trying to say is it's meant to be controversial like, this is the whole point of yes. it. that's i guess the thing I'm trying to get to so when you are considering your own reaction just the recognition that that's kind of what it's going for-hmm it's going for a reaction. Outrage. Yeah, it's not meant to not get a reaction. I mean, they want a reaction. Yeah. It doesn't matter which direction. It does the work. Mm-hmm. Uh, here we have a story, Bitcoin Magazine. A combination of supply and demand dynamics and the actions of legacy financial systems will push Bitcoin to 200000 in 2021. You don't seem too excited, Will. I believe as I was finishing that headline, you, you took a huge yawn right there. Well, it's
1: 5 p.m. right now. It's usually my bedtime because you go to bed
0: go to bed at 5 p.m. Yeah, yeah. Uh, you're a Bitcoin guy, but it is exciting. You're a Bitcoin guy. Uh, yeah. You won't you you don't mind two hundred thousand. <laughs> <laughs> Not at all. Um, this particular article is looking at something called the halving halving halving. What a word having but I need to make sure you know there's an L in there yeah so I'm just gonna say halving but it it's having is how you would say it cycle is uh, I mean it really has to do with supply and demand mm-hmm. and this idea that the uh unlike Fiat currency where the supply can change, Mm-hmm. The supply for Bitcoin is doesn't change and therefore they can track the, this uh, these various cycles to see how previous history could potentially play out again as supply changes mm-hmm. going forward. Um, there's actually a pretty cool thread that aims to visualize the, the mechanics and uh, I believe the tweet is embedded also in this article right here. So... If you are watching this show, you can presumably have a better understanding if you look at the visualization. But either way, uh, the, the idea here is that you had similar mechanics at play back in 2012 and 2016 that followed in uh, 2013 and 2017 Mania and that 2020 is on track for the same. I mean, that's the speculation here. But obviously, Will, there's all kinds of incentives to say such a thing. Mm-hmm. particularly for those that are uh holders of such things and stand to gain and benefit and I'm reading the article on Bitcoin magazine for that matter yes all that said has been a pretty hot day for crypto or no uh I, saw, I thought ethereum was kind of hot <laughs> yeah it's doing well oh okay like recently oh okay like, yeah yeah I saw Visa made an announcement
1: they go up and down.
0: Is that right? Do they go up and down? This is what I heard. Yeah. yeah. Well, anyway, uh, if you care to follow up with some of the uh, the models, you can go look at it. But there's definitely lots of incentive to uh, broadcast a potential two hundred thousand dollar Bitcoin.
1: That's exciting.
0: But if you look, go back to the chart. Go back to the chart. Will give me a uh, give me an all give me an all on that. I mean, I mean, sheesh, in the last year, that's, it's a bit ridiculous. Yeah. The last year's a bit ridiculous.
1: They've had their moments too during the rise.
0: Couple of moments. Yeah. A couple of peaks. Anyway, you guys let me know 200K. Yes or no. Hmm. Well, anyway, how about this one? This is a, another Bitcoin related story, but a little bit different. Wife leaves husband after he refuses to sell Bitcoin at sixty K and bought the dip. Mm. It was too much. She says sixty K. get out. Talking about USD. Mm. He said, uh, how about I just buy this dip right here?
1: <laughs> they <Still> buy more.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. This was a this was a Reddit post which turned into an article on Bitcoin.com. So I will not take it for what it is. According to a post on Reddit, a user named Parking Meter gave his testimony on how. The Bitcoin bull run ended up hurting his marriage. Here's a quote. She just left to go stay at her sister's. She is super mad that I didn't sell a 60K and looks at the price often scolding me. I keep telling her, we don't need the money and have the cash. We live nice. However, today, she caught me buying the dip and was so pissed, she almost hit me. Now, she packed her bags and went to her sister's to to stay. She said not to talk to her. wow i that's an interesting one as so many people have gotten into investing in crypto Mm -hmm. you start to wonder about the dynamics in the household Mm -hmm. as people may be in disagreements when to buy when to i mean it's stressful enough on your own yeah let alone if it's the family savings or something like this Uh uh-huh the the children's future Uh uh-huh the education fund that you're using to buy the dip. Yeah. You
1: don't dip into those funds.
0: Well, you some pe- so I think some people probably do. Right. Yeah. Because you look at the gains. I mean, you just showed the chart. There's a lot of FOMO in that chart. Yeah. It's a FOMO chart. <laughs> it represents FOMO <laughs> in and of itself. That's a FOMO chart. Uh, anyway, I hope these two are able to figure it out. And who knows if Bitcoin keeps going up. She might just come back.
2: Yeah.